Now, is this going to be right? That's happened last week, so I changed it. Oh, that's what's different. <laughs> I'm going, what happened to this chair? <laughs> yeah. All right. It's going to take us a minute just to, for ourselves to get all relaxed. We, we walked in here and there's just a mess everywhere. They they put in new new uh, lighting and so they left a lot of wirings and stuff for us to clean up. So we're running around and getting a little exercise before uh, moving light bulbs out, cleaning up wiring. <laughs> oh my God! But we have better lighting in the in the bigger light system now. So they're all burnt out. Yeah, they did. <laughs> before it was always yellow when we take. Photographs, everything comes out kind of a yellow color. And these are supposed to be a more brilliant white, so we'll see. Maybe we'll take some photos tonight and test it and see what happens. All right. So welcome. And I'm glad to be back. I missed last week because I had to go to Chicago for a meeting. Would have rather been here, <laughs> believe me. <laughs> but it's okay. Got to see snow for... 18 hours and came on back home. <laughs> so, also, I'd like to welcome the Borners. They're uh, Leanne, Dave, and and Matt. If you want to stand for just a second, just so they can say hello or see you. We, they're moving here from Hawaii. <laughs> so, see, we weren't the only crazy people. There are others. <laughs> See, you have to live in Hawaii for a while, and then you understand. <laughs> but if you're here and never been there, it's a little hard to understand why people would leave Hawaii. So we'll go ahead and begin, and Brian can call on the light. So if, if this is your first time here tonight, I just ask you to sit back, relax, and enjoy the ride. So <laughs> we're just going to go ahead and do what we normally do. So just uh, enjoy, observe, participate. If you want, you can, you know, it'll just happen however it does. We're really free going around here, um, no have-tos. If you want to come or go to use the bathrooms, they're out down the hallway here. There's water if you need water. Um, so take care of yourselves while you're here. And, of course, that goes for all of you. And just enjoy. And really go within and see what you experience inside because that's what this is really about here is the inner experience. And So we're going to go ahead and begin to move into that inner place so that we can experience. So if you're not already physically comfortable, just go ahead and move your body into more of a relaxed and receptive position, simply so that it doesn't distract you from that inner focus. And as we go within now, if you choose, you can go ahead and close your eyes. If you wish to keep them open, that's fine. In just a moment, I'm going to ask you to focus into that spiritualized center, that place that resides in the middle of the head, above the eyebrows. And so actually, why don't you just go ahead right now and begin to simply allow your attention to gather in the spiritual eye center, the seat of the soul. This is simply a natural practice of allowing the energy of the soul that is in the body to return back to its very source as it resides at that doorway from which it comes and goes into this physical universe. So as you just continue to relax, allowing the day just to drop away, allowing the rhythm of your breath to just carry you deeper and deeper into the state of beingness. Continuing to allow soul energy to gather at the third eye, the spiritual door. Now you focus more and more, the single pointed focus. Let thy eye be single, and thy body shall be filled with light. So just now, Open and receive of God's light as it comes forward at this time. And as we do this, we'll just offer an invitation, inviting spirit to be present with us here and now. 
So as I call on the light, just continue to allow that inner door to open, allowing God's light and sound to fill your body and all levels of your consciousness on every realm. So Lord God, just now as we do open the door to allow your loving light in and through us, we do ask that your blessings and your grace act according to your will to assist us in coming into that divine knowing of your divine presence as it is within us and all around us. We open our spiritual hearts asking to receive of the joy and the upliftment of the blessings as they unfold just now, always continuing to place you first, opening, asking, knocking, and stepping forward, that as the doors open, we step forward into your light and sound, experiencing the blessings, doing our part as you do yours. And for this eternal grace and path before us, we do give our heartfelt grace and gratitude as we now enter within to experience the inner kingdom. And so it is. And so we're going to go ahead and chant the Anahu out loud. Just go ahead and take in a deep breath, and on the exhale, we'll go ahead and begin. Anna Continuing the chanting inwardly, allowing the sound of the Anahu to resonate in you and through you, bringing all levels within into alignment with this frequency of love. So just now, continue the chanting as you continue to focus inwardly and upwards into the realms of spirits to the spiritualized center. And as you continue chanting, just now before you, see a spiritual path, whether it appears as sound or as light, as simply a trail or a sidewalk or a street, however that appears, see this path of spirit leading into the inner kingdom. So just now allow this to become clear within your inner sight, your inner hearing, your inner knowing and feeling so that this path lies straight and clear. And as you see the straight path before you, just now step through that door onto this path, beginning the journey into the realms of spirit, continuing chanting, allowing that sound of God to lift you and to direct you and guide you along this path, lighting the way through that frequency of loving. Just now, as you enter on the path and as you are now walking, look up and look ahead and notice 
that towards the very end of this path in the far distance is a brilliant light. So just know that this brilliant light is your destination in your journey, your journey of experience to experience the inner kingdom. So now continue chanting and walking this inner spiritual path towards this brilliant light, continuing to observe and listen, chanting and receiving God's loving, just following this light and sound on this inner journey. So now find yourself 
coming up to that brilliant light and entering in if you've not already entered. So now step forward and into this brilliant light of God. And as you step within, simply open and allow yourself to experience the oneness, the purity, and the grace. So just now begin to step forward merging into and experiencing this divine light and sound as it exists within the realms of spirit, allowing your soul to merge and become one with that greater light of God. So step forward and experience in full awareness and full consciousness this purity and this grace as it is present here and now.
Don't forget about that, that column of light. We're going to change Brian's battery. <laughs> <laughs> See, I run on God's energy, not... No. I want to read something from Rumi. Come, come, the beloved has arrived. The rose garden is blooming. Run and offer your life and the world to the rising sun. Smile and see the beauty hidden in an ugly face. Weep, weep for those who have turned away from love. What a day, what a day, a day of resurrection. The lover has once again broken free from his chains. The scrolls of our deeds brought by the angels lay open. Beat the drum and say no more. The heart and mind have gone. The soul has flown to the beloved. Ooh, I wish I'd brought that painting now. That would explain the painting. I'm going to mark this because I've got uh, something I'm going to share with you all next week that I think you'll enjoy. And the back is uh, are some handouts for you. One is about uh, the upcoming meditative retreat that's taking place in March, Experiencing the Divine. We have one spot left, just to let you know that. So that's almost filled. Then there's uh, one about 365 days of living consciously, and it has all the dates and information that you need to refer to the upcoming events for that. And on the other side is more information. So it's kind of one of those <laughs> turn and you find out more. Then there's also another handout uh, pretty much with the same information, but just mainly giving you the dates once again of the event for this year. And uh, there's also a smaller one in the back with uh, an upcoming event this Sunday from 1 to 3 here at the ILM Center with Bill Stratton on light columns in Austin. And it will be an experiential as well as an explanation. And you'll get to go and experience the process of actually planting light columns and begin to see the process of what they might be able to do in your life as well as in the world. It's quite a wonderful, wonderful experience. And it's a nice service without having to get too caught up in things in the world, which sometimes we can do. So we invite you to come. And if you have any other questions on that, please see Bill on the back afterward uh, so he can give you more clarity. But it's from 1 to 3. Anything you'd like to share, Bill? <laughs> he actually did a nice sharing last week, too. Oh, good. That's right. I wasn't here, so... I have no idea what happened last week. Let me get some water. So, let's see what comes forward here. It's interesting. The last few days, two words have been coming up in, in my life a lot, uh, both inside as well as outside. Uh, the first one is simplicity. And the second one is journaling. And I've heard these words from people outside, both initiates, non-initiates, just people in the general run of the day that uh, really they don't know what I do and I have no idea necessarily what they're doing in their lives. And uh, I've also heard them inside. And so I thought I would bring them forward in the conversation tonight and share a little bit about these and see if I can bring more forward some clarity about both the word simplicity and, and being simple as well as about journaling. So let's see where I'm going to start. You know, I've often said throughout the years that God is very simple. And spirit is very simple. And this path of meditation and initiation is very simple. And yet, when people hear that, they wonder, what do I really mean by simple? How is it simple? What is it that is simple? When I sit down, they say often, 
I begin to meditate, I don't find it to be simple. I find it to be complicated. It seems to be much more complicated than simple as I begin to close my eyes and go inside and begin to, to deal whatever is in there. And the key to anything in finding that simplicity is to ever rise above the complexities of the world. Meditation is really an action of discovering simplicity, of finding that place where simplicity resides first within yourself, within your beingness, and then to move with that simplicity into the fullness of itself. And in that way, you will eventually find yourself moving into where that simple energy, that simple beingness came from originally, which is God. But it takes time to unfold. It takes time to get in touch with that simple place inside. And so as I was sitting here in meditation, uh, as Brian was taking us in, I began to, to hear over and over, instead of chanting the name of God inside, that we get an, an initiation. I kept hearing, as I was beginning to chant the name, another voice outside coming in going, simple, 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 simple. And, and I kept trying to get away from that and just focus on the name and hold to that because that's what I usually do to get focused in my meditation and to take me to that place of simplicity. And it just kept getting louder and louder until it overtook anything else that was going on in my consciousness. And as I saw and felt and, and, and went through this process, I began to realize that even chanting the name of God distracts me from simplicity. I'm so focused on something that I'm not allowing myself to go into that simple place as easily as one might be able to go into it. And so I stopped chanting and I just began to listen to this other voice, this sound, saying simple, simple, simple. And it began to go deep inside. But as it did, it met with the mind. And I realized that the mind was still chattering and going on and on and on. And I began to focus on the mind. And the mind enjoyed that. The mind said, oh, you're back. Oh, well, and it just started going, you know. It started thinking and telling me about this and we got to focus on this and what about that. And, and all of a sudden I realized how easy it is to get caught up even with our eyes closed, in the complexities of life, in the complexities of the day, in the complexities of ourselves. And so as I moved on down, following this little simple thread in my consciousness as it began to move through the mind, it began to go into the emotions, and I began to feel all my emotions stirring and moving and running. And all of a sudden I could feel the things of the day that had been going on, the, the joyful things, the mournful things, the problem things, and how I had reacted and responded and, and, and with my emotions. And all of a sudden as I was doing that, I began to realize that I was just reminiscing through my emotions. I was reminiscing the day. And I thought, oh my God, you know, how often do I do this, reminiscing? Just sitting here and going, well, this happened and this is what it felt like and how, what do I do with this feeling and what is this feeling and why do I still have this feeling? I thought I got rid of this feeling. You know, and just going through this reminiscing energy. And then the thread moved on through the emotions and down into the body consciousness and I thought, well, there it'll get simple. You know, there's not a lot in the body, I'm sure, to, to distract me. And my knee was hurting and my finger was hurting and my neck started aching and, and then I started having a little itch here and there and, and all of a sudden I realized, oh my gosh, you know, my body's at it too, you know, and, and it, it, there's no simplicity here, it's, it's all these different things going on and distracting me. And I began to look and see how through my body, through my emotions, through my mind, I am ever dealing with these complex things of the physical nature and how many of it, much of it is a reminiscing of the day. And so I began to look at the mind once again and I began to hear 
the conversation that had been going on during the early morning. And as I was listening to the conversation, my mind went, you know, it would have been better if you had said it this way. Now, have you ever had a conversation with somebody or an argument, and then you walk away and you go, oh, darn, I should have said this. That would have answered it. Then they would have shut up, or they would have known I knew what I was talking about. Have you ever had that, that, that go on? Well, that goes on consciously or unconsciously in us all the time. It is ever running in the mind. And I began to look once again at the feelings and at the body and realizing that they each have their own mind energy, their own quality of mind, if you will, running. It may not be mind as we think of it as the intellectual mind, but there's also the emotional mind and the physical mind. Remember that in each realm, there are different levels of consciousness. So in the physical realm, in the astral, in the causal, and so on, we have these different levels. We have in the physical realm, the physical, astral, causal, mental, etheric, and soul level. In the astral, we have astral, causal, mental, etheric, soul, and so on, all the way up. We don't have the physical except in the physical level. But all the way up, we have these others going up. And there is the mental, the mind, the mind energy in each one of those. And it is at that level within each of the realms that the mind of that realm exists. And, and I realized as I was sitting there how often I stop in the mind level of a particular realm within my own consciousness and dwell there in the mind of myself at that level, whether it be the mind of the mind, the mind of the emotions, the mind of the creative imagination, the mind of the body. And I began to look at that and I began to listen to the mind of each one of these levels. And I realized something quite interesting. There are different levels of the mind speaking to us at all times. And it's ever pulling on us and ever distracting us and causing us to, in a sense, diffuse our energy. We're, we're ever dispersing ourselves rather than collecting and bringing ourselves together. These different mind qualities of these different realms are ever moving our energy in different directions and distracting us from the center of who we really are. And yet here we are seated quietly in a room and we have our eyes closed. Hopefully we've turned off the phone, we've turned off the music, we've told everybody to leave us alone for whatever time we ask them to leave us alone. And it's quiet. And we sit down and we close our eyes with a wonderful intention. I'm going to come into the oneness with God now. I'm going to share my love with God and I'm going to open and be vulnerable in the receiving of God's love. And we sit there and for the first moment that intention is alive in us and our focus is focused well on that intention to go to God, to get back to God to merge into God and to let God merge into to us at these levels so that we begin to live more in the oneness of the God within. And then all of a sudden, what happens? We forget about what we're there for. We forget about we're meditating. We forget about putting God first because all of a sudden, one of these minds at one of these levels have kicked in and are starting to distract us and call us away from our intention of putting God first. You know, God asked that we put God first before all things and have no other gods before God. Have God first. And for sure, in our prayers and our meditation, that is one place where we want to have that intention, to have God first. But it's interesting, all those other things that we have placed energy on that tend to be God first in certain areas of our lives also come up and go, well, wait a minute, I thought I was God first. And over here it goes, well, no, no, I'm God first. What are you talking about? 
And so at the emotional level, there's a God first there. In the mind level, there's a God first there. In the body level, there's a God first there. The creative imagination, there's a God first. And the unconscious, there's a God first. Well, what God do I put first? Well, you're going to more than likely put the God first that is most present in your life at that time, whether it be the mind, the emotion, or whatever it might be. And more than likely, you're going to find that it's easy to put one of those other gods before the true God because you're familiar with it. You live with it day in and day out. It's ever there. It's ever distracting you. or not. Actually, it's just before you. It's not distracting you, even though it really is distracting you. And the key I found as I was sitting here and I heard is that many people do not yet know the Lord God, the true God, the true God that asks that you have no other gods before God. And so because they do not know that true nature of God, that true nature of loving, that true nature of spirit, that true nature of simplicity, they allow themselves to then gravitate back into those other gods within their consciousness that they're familiar with, that are always calling at them, distracting, pulling, demanding, needing. And so it's very easy in our meditation to be pulled away. So as I was sitting there and I was looking at that and I could just feel myself being pulled away from my center, from myself, from my focus on God first. And I could really feel God was somewhere right now, but all these other gods were before that God. And I really could not see the Lord God in front of me. I could not see the light. I could not hear the sound. I could not hold my focus on loving God. Because all these other things now were calling me, demanding of me. No, me first. No, me first. Well, what about me? Well, you haven't taken care of me yet. And as I sat there and I began to listen to all this, I realized how easy it is to have all these other things become God first. And how easy it is to lose sight of the true Lord in our lives. And so I looked at that and I said, so what's the solution? What's the answer here? If it's so easy to have all these other things become God first. And it's so easy to get distracted from what I really sat down to do. My intention was to close my eyes, to hold my focus at the seat of the soul, at the spiritual eye, and to share my loving with God and to let God share God's love with me and to merge into the oneness and the loving there. How do I do that? And how do I share with others to truly do that? And all of a sudden, as I was listening to myself asking, begging for an answer, I heard this voice once again going, simple, 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 simple. And I, my, first, my first response was, yeah, it's simple for you. <laughs> But then I thought, no, 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 it's saying simple. It is simple. It's to focus on that that is simple and not get caught up in all these complexities, all these distractions, all these different levels and the minds of these levels calling and pulling at me. And so I said, so what is it then that is simple enough for me that I can hold my focus on that which you're calling simple so that I am not pulled away and distracted from that. And they said, first, hold your focus to that place that you are told about being simple, where that simple place resides within you, at the seat of the soul, at the spiritual eye. And just hold your attention there. And when you find yourself distracted by all these other things in your life, all these other minds calling upon you, all these other gods demanding of you, just begin to say to each one of them, simple, simple, I'm doing simple. And it will not know 
how to join with you. It will not know how to distract you if you keep holding to that which is simple. They also said that another level of that is to chant the hue or the anti-hue or the names of God and hold to that and realize that in the center of those names, those sacred names of God, is the seed of simplicity, is the seed by which you can connect into that which is God's self, which is simple. God is simple. God is the simplest of all being because God is loving. And so as you begin to rise up above all that is of the physical nature, you will begin to feel, to know, to see, to hear simplicity, the simple way, the simple truth. And it is once you have begun to feel, to see, to hear, to know that simple way that you then have a reference point. And until you connect into that place of simplicity, it's up to each of us who really want to go inside in meditation and discover that path of God to hold an intention to get to that place of simplicity. It is to hold intention. How did we get through school? How did we get through life to this point? Somehow we set an intention to make it through the day, to make it through this next hour, to make it through whatever situation is present in our lives. I know I can get through this. I know I'm going to make it. I just have to hold and get through this. That may not have been the wording, but somewhere inside of you, you set an intention and you made your way through it. I can remember when I had cancer and I realized it was important for me to get this body healthy and well once again to stay here. I had to set an intention. I didn't call it that at the time, but I set an intention to take care of this body and to get it well, whatever it took. And I went through the radiation, I went through the chemotherapy, I went through all that to get the body healthy. And that was the intention. And the more I held that intention, the easier it was to move through those things. But the moment I lost sight of my intention and I focused on the pain of the chemotherapy or the disturbance and the mental grief that I was going through about having cancer and having to go through all these things or the emotions of the fear of, oh, am I going to die? Is this chemotherapy going to kill me? You know, and all of that going on at the mental, emotional level. I lost sight of my simplicity and I lost sight of my intention and my body became sick. And everything was a challenge. Everything was hard. Nothing was easy. But the moment I regrouped and regained my intention, my intention was health and well-being and living beyond the cancer and living beyond the treatments to get well and moving in that direction. It all came together again and it got quiet and simple and I could just walk through the events without a lot of reaction, but ever moving forward knowing that all you had to do was take the next step, the next step, the next step. And so as I was sitting here in meditation, I went over through that and realized that in that process, in my 20s, I learned a lot about setting an intention. And with that intention set, it was very easy then for me to move through an event very dramatic in my life and make it less dramatic and simple and easy. And I found that simple way through my cancer and my healing. And I saw then how it's the same way with our meditation. In our meditation, it's to ever hold to the intention, God first. God first. Have no other gods before me, the Lord thy God. And to realize that all these other things that come up in meditation are the gods of this creation, the gods of this world, the gods inside of you that are trying to keep powerful, trying to have power over you, 
have power over the Lord and be God first in your life. And and I looked and I saw, boy, there are days where my mind is really God first. And there are times when it's my body. And there are times when it's my emotions. And it just goes all over the place. And so I heard inside one of my teachers say, so what are you talking about there? What's, what is it like to have God first in your body? And I went, well, you know, the pains and all that. And he says, no, there's more than that. It gets real basic. What is the basic? And it went, I, I kept going, well, you know, I kept naming all these things. And I went, oh, it's food, isn't it? And he goes, it's food, isn't it? And I go, God, I want God first. I don't want food to be God first. And all of a sudden I felt this animal instinctual nature rise up inside of me that wants to be sure that it's always got food. It's always eating. It's always nurtured at that food level. And I realized that beyond all these other things, there's another part of ourselves that we have to deal with. And that is that animal instinctual nature, that very basic core of the physical consciousness. You have to realize that through the process of evolution, our soul has gone through the realms and experienced all different life forms through the etheric into the mineral kingdom, into the plant kingdom, into the animal kingdom, and in all of that, there is experience that we, at a very basic level, have had and still hold. And in us today, in these human physical forms, these are animal nature. This is the animal that lives in this world. It's just an evolved animal. And it is the soul that sits in the animal to have experience here through this animal nature. And the very core of the animal nature is an instinctual nature that we have lost sight of, that we do not really understand anymore because the mind, the emotions have become a distraction and have pulled us away from being able to live in that instinctual understanding of self. You know, there's a saying that you know, it's, it's best to always pay attention to that first impression of a person. Well, in that first impression is the thread of the instinctual nature that tells you, is this person safe or not? Is this person trustworthy or not? Is this person true or not? Is this person being vulnerable with me or not? And yet we have lost sight of that truth of the animal instinctual nature that tells us that. And we begin then to put other things on top of that and life becomes more complex. So I also found that at the very base of the animal nature is a seed of simplicity in the world. And that is in the instinctual nature. So I found that if I can just hold that thread of simplicity inside of myself, I can begin to let go of all these other gods that distract me. I let go of all of them and put God first. And it's ever holding to the intention of that. And that is the challenge. That is the challenge. And yet, that is also the way of liberation. It's putting God first and letting that intention live in you more than anything else. Now, one thing that you will find, if you will hold your intention here and let that intention be, God, I love you and I'm open to receive your loving and not have any other intention but sharing your love with God and receiving God's love, you will find that you will wake up to a place of simplicity inside of yourself.